Let's talk digital. We are at the cutting edge of digital tweaks, changes, transformation. A local digital marketing podcast. Conversing with industry experts and giving excerpts about the exceptional. Hosted by Audrey and I. Do. Sit back, relax, and I'm really looking forward to what's coming up in South Africa in the next couple of months and years. What's up, guys? Welcome back. Hope you're keeping well, keeping safe, and ready to tackle the new year. The relationship between brands and agencies is ever-changing. Throw in a pandemic, seismic disruptions in marketing strategy, plus urgent digital transformation plans, and that partnership becomes even more complex, adding more both stress and opportunities for agencies as they prioritize their own success while still meeting exceeding client demands. The rules of business have changed. In every industry, the spread of new digital technology and the rise of new disruptive threats are transforming business models and processes. The digital revolution has turned the old business playbook upside down. The big question to ask now is how can agencies best serve their clients in 2022 and beyond? Digital has completely upended the marketing and advertising world, fundamentally changing the industry as we know it. Now it's less about campaign building and more about the convergence of marketing and technology to guide transformation. Today, my guest is Navasha Pele, Head of Digital and Systems Acceleration at Mediacom South Africa. And we are going to talk about how Mediacom is transforming digitally and Navasha is going to give us some insights on what's going on in her world. Navasha, welcome to the podcast. Great to have you with us. Thank you so much, Audrey, and thank you for having me. It's been one of my highlights to be asked to join your talk show today. Yeah, I mean, we've already um, kicked into 2022, and I hope you had a awesome break and ready to tackle the new year. Absolutely. I think, I think it was a great time to pause and reflect and just take some time. So I'm 100% back guns blazing. Yeah, that's great to hear. Listen, firstly, congrats on your new role as Head of Digital and Systems Acceleration uh, from being a digital director previously. Um, can you maybe tell us what exactly does a Head of Digital and Systems Acceleration do? Yeah, sure, definitely. So within our current agency model, as the Head of Digital and Systems Acceleration, I'm responsible for ensuring that our teams are given the best level of support in order to drive a digital economy approach. Um, my key focus is on taking advantage of new opportunities, overcoming new challenges, and rethinking the way we plan, activate, and optimize media, media on behalf of our clients. Um, my role is very much centered around redesigning tactical planning to be more data-driven, more integrated, and more always-on. That is a mouthful. I mean, uh, if you think about the traditional role of being digital director, obviously, from what you've just told me now, it's completely, you, you've got a new playing field. Am I right? Absolutely. So in our agency, our digital directors are experts in their fields, and they often look after one particular brand and ensure the digital success of that brand. Um, but with the inclusion of acceleration now in our changing model, our approach is to get our digital directors to be a lot more hands-on to get them to start understanding how technology can impact their brands and then change the way that their clients are fundamentally operating. 
think all you know all of this is so interesting for me because you you obviously been part of this transition and evolving to stay relevant with the times but what have been the key drivers of change within your media agency in in the last year or so you know i'm sure the pandemic has also propelled some of these changes Yes, Audrey. So I think one of the biggest things that COVID brought on for us was the acceleration of digital in the space. We had a lot more clients opting to go into the digital space and as a result of that, the media agency landscape changed because what clients opted to do was insource a lot of their work. So now we not just competing against your normal traditional agencies, but we're competing against with big client brands that have now started to insource our agency resources in order to have a more structured adaptable uh, quicker turnaround in relation to work and the way that they distributing content across different industries and verticals you do mention uh competitors so you are competing with brands but what i've also observed in the industry is that we're seeing an influx of digital agencies more recently in the market big agencies and digital shops alike will need to develop expertise in strategy technology and digital execution if they are to survive um how are you competing because these uh type of agencies that's coming up are more technology driven absolutely so i think audrey where we where we're different to these digital agencies that are keeping up is that we already have the resources within our structure so our structure simply had to adapt and start changing the way that we think in order to drive better efficiencies for our, our clients and a good example of this is we had all of the various departments we had content we had data we had technology we had creative sitting within the stable but none of the de- departments actually sat together as a team and worked as a structured silo so what we've started doing is we've now immersed all of these different departments into the various teams that are looking after clients needs and i think that's where we offer a more distinctive competitive edge against all of these newer digital agencies because we're able to take the long-term learnings that we have but we also take able to take the expertise that exists within our teams and we're able to drive a more holistic approach to media okay and um navasha how are you aligning to your client's digital transformation journey with this new setup So digital transformation has been an ongoing conversation um for mediacom and some of our brands our digital transformation strategies are constantly a key focus for us we're very much aligned to driving this journey with our clients and in order to do so we've been spending a great deal of time workshopping and building our plans jointly in relation to how they see their brand evolving and changing We've looked at things like the BCG model and incorporated it into our everyday planning and uh, media capability building in order to ensure that we're putting our best foot forward for our respective brands. Uh, how has this impacted budgets? Because traditionally, uh, a client would pay you for uh, a media plan. 
and now you've changed because obviously that's going to add, um, uh, you know, you're going to get additional budget that's required for these new types of services. Yes, definitely. So I think the complexity and the changing budgets haven't had too much of an impact on the work that we deliver because at the end of the day, a lot of what we do and what we try and do for our clients is centered around delivering excellence. So in terms of changing the way that they do digital transformation, one of the things that we've put at the front and center of everything that we're doing is that digital transformation isn't something that sits separately to our client's strategy. It is our client's strategy. And as media professionals, it's our responsibility to help bring them into this space. So I think from a financial cost implication point of view, we haven't actually charged our clients um, for the work that we're doing with them in order to drive their digital transformation. But what we have started doing is we've started ensuring that they understand the complexities of the technology that we're bringing into the conversation and that we're given, giving them all the correct information in order to set them up for success. And by that, I mean, we're trying to ensure that they own their technology and we're helping them build that technology into their current existing strategies. So you are actually redefining this, this marketplace um, with a... Uh, you know, with evolving into a new entity. Um, but is the market ready for it? To some extent, yes. And to some extent, no. I think we're, we're trying to adapt and scale things as quickly as we can. But we are very cognizant of what works and what doesn't work. I think COVID afforded us the opportunity in the sense that a lot more brands have moved into the digital space. And by them already accelerating that digital conversation, it's made it a lot easier for us to start bringing, into techno bringing technology into the conversation. Um, so you'll see things like, I mean, we never expected that people would be more opinionated in this time, right? And that the opinions would start coming across in marketing, but it has. And we've been able to scale and adapt it accordingly just simply by making sure that everyone is on the same page. Okay, cool. And do you see yourself playing the role of technology broker now? Absolutely. So I think I almost see myself as being the technology broker within the agency and then with our clients as well. I think the biggest driver of change has been that a lot of our digital people, their skill set was not built for them to be technology brokers. And now with them taking on this additional layer of digital transformation in their existing portfolios, they've had to scale and adapt who they are in order to make this possible. And I've seen myself having to adapt the teams and bring them more up to speed around what it means to be a technology broker. So I definitely think that our role has changed and we now need to see ourselves as technology brokers in the media space. Yeah, as a, as a partner to business um, growth, um, it's important that you know you have the right set of competencies and skill sets, and we know that that there is a limitation in South Africa. Are you also looking at global resources as well in this in this journey forward? 
Yes, we are. And where possible, when we are building out our specific hubs, we take into consideration the resource and the availability of experience in different verticals. But I think where we have as a business fundamentally shifted is that due to our global counterparts being easily accessible and available through technology, we've bridged that gap to some extent. So we've been spending a lot more time on upskilling our existing staff using the global resources which are available to us in order to drive a more digital heavy agenda. So what happens to, you know, maybe take us through a scenario of uh, when you get a new brief from clients, how would you now tackle this uh, in terms of what you offer back or what you present back? Um, So in terms of how we're currently doing it, we work as a team. So um, at the start of the briefing process, what we've now started focusing on is we sit as a full team, which is not very much different to what previously happened, but we now sit down as a team and we interpret the brief from a digital capabilities point of view. And then we try and build a holistic approach to our planning. So the reason why I'm asking that question, Navasha, is because 99.9% of the time, the briefs that get um, uh, submitted by marketers um, do not cater for digital requirements. So obviously you're seeing a gap um, where, where they're just looking at, you know, telling agencies what they need in terms of media schedules and all of that. How do you, you know, deal with this, with this gap, with this challenge? So Audrey, from our side, what we've done is we've changed the way that that briefing process happens with our clients that are ready to drive this digital transformation conversation. So the briefing process is now not so much, uh, uh, here is our brief, please interpret this. It's more of a two-way conversation where we provide solutions and we look at what the outcome needs to be, and we then adapt our planning accordingly. Okay, and um, are clients open or, you know, to new suggestions in terms of ways of working? They are definitely open to it. I think it's, I think it goes back to the relationship building aspect of media. Um, if you have strong fund foundational relationships with your client, it's very much easy to have these conversations and have better ways of working in general. I think a lot of our current Mediacom client base are very open to changing and transforming and having conversations around how we can do things better. Yeah, definitely. But I just also want to touch on something because I think when we talk about digital transformation, we tend to focus a lot on data, tech, um, sometimes um you know, people. But um, what about culture? How do you see uh, a culture change in Mediacom? Because obviously, there was old ways of doing things versus new, you're building a new type of environment. Can you maybe speak to us about the culture change? Yeah, absolutely. So I think our culture started adapting and shifting quite dramatically during COVID because everyone from our traditional staff right down to our digital staff had to embrace the use of technology in everything that we do. And I think the way that our culture has shifted and changed is that we are all a lot more open and inclusive and we're willing to learn from each other. So our approach to it has been very much 
don't put yourself in a bucket, but expose yourself to new things. Allow yourself the opportunity to try new avenues, to be exposed to new technology and to build it into what you're currently doing. I think also culture uh, involves, you know, um, the softer issues as well. You know, it's how people think, their ideas, so ideation, creativity, um, you know, um, how do you actually work as a team, so team dynamics. Um, and I think a lot of uh, even from a client perspective, when we start to look at um, digital culture, it's it's actually a whole new way of operating as individuals, you know, within the broader ecosystem. Um, so I'm not sure if you also found that in your space. Absolutely. So I think I, I did mention a little bit earlier, but just in general, the way that we do marketing now, it's based off of opinion and everyone's allowed to have an opinion and everyone, everyone's opinion does count. And I think being able to take those opinions and bring it into the work that we're doing has proven to be very, very impactful for us because we're able to wear multiple hats and see situations from different scenarios, which has given our clients a different perspective. And it's helped them a lot in their brand building in the sense that now they've got people who traditionally just focused on driving planning capabilities now also coming to the party and saying, okay, but listen, this is what the environment looks like. And this is how we should actually be adapting so that people interact with us as opposed to just interpret what we're saying in their own opinion. No, definitely. I, I hear you. Um, and then in terms of, you know, I've been reading this, this playbook by David Rogers. He's quite popular author in terms of unpacking digital transformation. And he states that there are five vital domains of digital transformation in a digital transformation plan, which is customer, competition, data, innovation, and value. Uh, what are your thoughts around that? Yeah, definitely. I think it's changed, it's changed slightly due to the onset of COVID. And now content plays a massive role in that approach as well. Because in order for you to be able to remain relevant, the content that you're putting out is the key driver for everything else that you're doing. So there's been a massive shift from client side to focus on the types of content that they're putting out in order to drive their transformation strategy stronger. Yeah, and you know, if if this is successful, what what would the future look like? You know, how do you um, how would you actually quantify success? So I, I think the future is going to look very different for media agencies, where we once saw traditional agencies taking on the role of defining and leading communications. We now need to adapt and get ready for more consumer controlled marketing. So we've had to find new ways to be relevant and constantly adapt our approach to drive better and more meaningful change. I think another key factor that we need to consider is constantly ensuring that our talent within the agencies, fresh and driving new perspective. I think once we're able to do those two things very, very strongly, we'll be able to keep up with the constantly changing environment. Now, is Mediacom a local or global player? We're a global player, but okay. we do have a local presence. All right. And then in terms relative to, 
you know, your sister companies globally? How, how is South Africa faring? I think a big portion of our South African office is led by global clients. So I think the opportunities which exist for us are very extensive, but we are very, very focused on growing local business and local um, solutions in order to build our own economy up. So we have a very healthy mix of global and local clients, and we spend an equal amount of time working on both of them in order to ensure that our local talent, our local clients are being given the same attention that our global clients are being given. Okay, I know you are exposed, I mean, having been involved in the industry and lots of different bodies and all of that, how do you see other media agencies also, uh, you know, on this transformation journey? You know, what are some of what some of the observations you're finding around in the industry? I think a lot of the agencies are changing their approach and they're allowing the agency to transform based off of the needs of their clients. I think the key thing that I can see is that a lot of the agencies are now building out their digital capabilities. So where once they focused more on the traditional space, they are now very, very quickly scaling their teams for digital maturity. And I think that is that as much as it's gonna be beneficial for them, it's also really difficult to do because in order to attract talent, you need to be, have a reputation for driving good, excellent digital capability work. Um, and I think that's where it's going to be a little bit harder for these agencies that are only starting this journey now because they're not going to be able to attract the right talent immediately. So you're saying we're going to lose some along the way? Definitely. I definitely see that happening. The, uh, the other big observation I'm seeing is that uh, media agencies, you know, the bigger ones uh, like Mediacom, Dentsu, are actually uh, looking at acquisitions to grow their competencies and capabilities. Um, do you see that that acquisitions are also growing? Yes, definitely. I think all every single agency is looking at ways to better scale and adapt to the changes that are coming. I think as Mediacom and WPP in particular, we have ensured that the acquisitions that we are bringing into the group are going to be beneficial to the agencies that sit within our network in the long run. So almost create a central center of excellence that your different agencies can plug into. Absolutely. And I think those centers of excellence, as you so rightly put it, are set up in a way that it enables us as an agency network to utilize the skill that exists within the group to the best possible um, capability. Okay, in your view, uh, because I've also observed this, is that media agencies are outsourcing a lot of work to you know, uh, smaller shops. And uh, for me, there's, there's obviously a gap because then you're just kind of being more operational, you're managing a campaign versus being, you know, entrenched in what the, the outcome or objectives of, of that campaign is or or fully understanding what's behind the campaign in, in terms of the client's objectives. All of that for me is missing. But uh, I'm finding that more work has been outsourced to, to the smaller uh, shops. What's, what's your view on that? 
I can't say that I have much of an opinion on it, right? Because we don't necessarily function that way as an agency. Yeah. I think our focus has been more on driving convergence, as you say. So not necessarily just bring media and creative together, but ensuring the other avenues like content, data and tech are all consolidated into our media stream. Um, so I haven't necessarily been exposed to smaller agencies taking on a lot of this work, but I agree with you. I definitely, I don't see the value in doing that because if we're looking to converge and build these little hubs to better service our clients, it doesn't make sense for things to sit in little pockets because you're not able to better consolidate your media space. Mm, and you did, I, I'm hearing you mention creative. How, how are you bringing in creative into the mix? So we work very, very closely with our creative teams. Um, it's more an open conversation. We are a lot more open to sharing with them up front and working closer together. So it's not necessarily, oh, you're the lead agency and we take direction. It's more, how can we build this together? Um, and I think that's where we have fundamentally shifted our thinking is that we no longer work as, in the, as separate entities we work together as a stronger division in order to do drive effective change. I mentioned creative because I'm thinking about our theme uh, for today, which is around digital transformation. And what I'm finding also is that resistance to automate creative, you know, to do dynamic creative is, is how, how is that change happening and what influence do you have over that change? That change, you're right, it's happening very, very slowly. I don't think creative agencies fully understand the impact that automated creative could have on a brand's campaign. I think they still have a lot of um, fear that it's going to replace them. But I think there's that in equal parts, the creative agency and the automated creative working together can drive such strong efficiencies for our clients that it's something that is definitely worth considering in the long run. Yeah, I mean, personally, I think that the biggest fear is loss of revenue. And, and I've actually seen it is how do we actually retain and show profitability as an agency, which is going to be uh, something that the industry as a whole needs to solve. Uh, I don't think it's an overnight thing. And even with the new structure, although your service that you're talking about is offered free now, at some point you'll have to reevaluate what is your um, you know, commercial model going to look like for the future. Obviously, you need to take your clients on the journey with you so that you know they are where they're educated and understand that this whole dynamic of the services that are rendered by external partners is, is going to change in the future. Yes, definitely. And and I think you're right in saying that, right, Audrey? I think it's a, it's a journey that you have to take with your client. And every single client is on a different journey. I think the clients that are winning currently are the ones where they see the value in the creative work that's being put out, but they also understand that there is this new space that they need to play in. And in order to drive their brand forward, they need to be more adaptable to playing in that space. 
Yeah, no, definitely. So, Navasha, in closing, what is the top three priorities in your specific department for this year that you want to achieve uh, that you can share with us? That's a tough question, right, Audrey? So <laughs> our plan is ever-evolving. But I think for me, the key priority is to get my team to start thinking differently. Um, if I can get them to start seeing the bigger picture and what it is that we're working towards, that would be the first win for me. The second is for us to stop being reactive to everything. I think a lot of digital media is very, very reactive currently, and we need to be more proactive. There's a lot of opportunity that exists, and I don't think we are fully capitalizing on it. And that is something that I'm driving very, very closely with my teams is how do we take things the extra step before we get asked to. And lastly, I think one of the things that I just I feel very strongly about is driving a culture of inclusivity. I think once we get to a place where our talent feel appreciated and valued for their expertise, we'll be able to do things in a much more um, robust and um, we'd be able to do things that are a lot more um, powerful for our client brands. Yeah, definitely adding value to your clients, which brings me to this wonderful quote that I read recently is think of digital transformation less as a technology project to be finished than as a state of perpetual agility, always ready to evolve for whatever customers want next. And you'll be pointed down the right path. Oh, absolutely. I think that is a brilliant quote. I might actually use it. No, I'll send it to you. So, Navasha, thank you so much for your time. I really enjoyed this conversation. All the best to you and the agency. It seems that you guys have your work cut out for you this year. Thank you so much, Audrey. And yes, we definitely look forward to chatting again soon. Okay, cool. Take care. Bye. We're excited. You're excited. I really value and appreciate your support during this time. Helping decision makers navigate the change and keep some change in their pockets. Don't forget to subscribe. Follow our Instagram handle at TalkDigitalZA. Engage us on our website at TalkDigitalZA.co.za. And who knows, you could be featuring on the next one.